Welcome back to the show. We have been on a hot roll. Hot roll? Is that a thing? It might keep, be. Keep rolling. I, I just invented a, hot a word. Streak, but hot, hot streak. Works. Hot streak. On a roll with a hot streak is I think what I was getting. We're, we've been Good on catch. a hot roll with entrepreneurs lately. We've got <laughs> legendary entrepreneur Nick Turner in the studio today. Inventor, creator, CEO, president, founder yep. of Shipper Tech. <laughs> the way you started and the way you finished that, what a good catch. Right? Nice. That was solid. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of you. You're welcome. All right. So Shipper Tech. Uh, I have an idea of what I think Shipper Tech is, but I'm going to let you explain it first. Okay. And then I'll explain it. <laughs> because I feel <laughs> because I feel like it's I feel like it's okay I'll, I'll, we'll switch that I feel like it's Uber meets Craigslist I feel like it's it's kind of but you don't like being compared to Uber specifically why uh just like the most recent like press that they've had yeah it's not great yeah not great so. but what what Uber did is fill a void and I think that's what you're yeah. doing so yeah it's still a great you, service though. Yeah, yeah so explain what Shipper Tech is. Um, so what we do is we eliminate the in-person meetups to exchange money for goods bought and sold on marketplace platforms like Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. And we do it by escrowing the financial component electronically, then having drivers pick up the item and deliver it. And then we also have uh, Shipper Tech Auto, which is a newer feature that we're rolling out. And um, say if you're in Indy and you're looking at uh, purchasing a vehicle in Cincinnati, we can have a local uh, mechanic from Cincinnati go out and inspect the vehicle for you tell you everything that's wrong with it and then draft up a uh, an estimate to tell you like how much mm-hmm. it'll cost and um you that, can is that new that's, a, that's yeah it's recent yeah. yeah we're actually his eyes kind of lit up he's excited yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the next step yeah. of the business he's excited about oh yeah yeah because uh we're the only company out there that's doing this right now um we have a few competitors but we're the only ones that have like the live feature um, well, replacing the in-person meetups with the live feature, replacing the in-person exchange of money for goods with the escrowed payment and also having drivers pick up, pick up the item and deliver it. And uh, there's no company out there right now that does the Shipper Tech Auto piece. Mm-hmm. And um, like none of our competitors are in the Midwest, so we can scale up pretty quickly and efficiently with uh, low spend and um, well, low burn. And um, yeah. So... Have you ever bought anything on Craigslist or Facebook I have Market? Not, but on Facebook Marketplace, we have sold stuff. So this is interesting because like the next phase of Craigslist was Facebook Marketplace, and I feel like it's better because you can actually do a little bit of digging, mm-hmm. know who this person is to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, with Shipper Tech, like, is it all through the app, or do you use other apps like Craigslist and Facebook? Yeah, like uh, we're like the last line of defense in a way. So. Um, Whenever people like find an item, like say if you're you find a laptop on there, uh, you can negotiate the price like with the seller, like mm-hmm. through the plat- the marketplace platform, and then whenever you want it, you go to Shipper Tech to actually purchase the item and have it delivered to you. So is it almost like an extension of like when you're going to buy something and the online portal takes you to PayPal mm-hmm. to make the transaction? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, but um, but um, we're thank working. You. That was great. Like our 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 apps are almost done. We're actually like testing it right now in beta, and uh, we're gonna end up launching it next month. And I'm excited for that. Uh, <laughs> you can tell he's so excited. Yeah. If you have yeah. if you're not watching this, yeah. if you're all, if you're only listening, Nick is a very humble guy, very soft-spoken guy. We're gonna have to boost his audio ten times for you to hear him. Um, but really impressive what you've created, and something that um, I mean, did you always know you were gonna be an entrepreneur, or you just kind of fall into it? 
Yeah, like um, whenever I was younger, I wanted to be a dentist. And then um, like my granddad, he was an entrepreneur and I spent like a lot of time around him. And uh, he instilled a lot of his like mannerisms and like his work ethic into me. And uh, also like my brothers and sisters and my mom. And um, from there, like, like, I just always wanted to be one. And I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna start, but I'm gonna start something. <laughs> yeah. And like, I always tell people like, if you, um, I feel like everyone should at least try to be an entrepreneur. Like not like MLMs or anything like that. Like actually like, like get a like EIN, like get insurance for your company, like to go through the whole process and just see how how it takes you because you never know like where your passions like lie and you can learn so much from yourself by just experiencing new things well so here's an interesting stat for you um most i they they basically were polling kids from the ages of i want to say like five to ten and you know back in the day when you're in that age like my my generation our generation wanted to be like basketball pro basketball players and mm -hmm. astronauts and all these things but like the modern day kid wants to be an entrepreneur like that's oh, i want to see this video <laughs> that's, kids that's getting awesome. interviews, like entrepreneur yeah entrepreneur i mean they yeah. can't even say that i can't even say the word i can't spell it but like you know <laughs> i am one uh but like that's the thing that's the thing about it is uh, that is the new wave and that's a new wave of cool but here's the interesting thing about it from my perspective is as an entrepreneur, there's different levels of entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to own your own company and operate as a sole whatever yeah. to be an You can actually be a brand within a brand, mm -hmm. right? So if you're working for a company, let's call it Coke, and you're like the Coke guy, the Coca-Cola guy in Indianapolis, um, you know, your brand is going to be expanding like with your personality and everything mm -hmm. like that. And it's going to help you with your personal brand with like other things that you've got your hand in. So like, yeah. like for you, Shipper Tech is your baby, but like, do you have... Do you have other ideas of things that you want to branch off of that, or do you have your hand in other things? Yeah, yeah. There's, I'm, I'm very creative, so I, like I have like a few other ideas. Um, we actually have like uh, uh, showcases, which was like one of my previous companies that actually it's a cell phone case that comes with a cigar cutter, flint strip, and matches. And it's just like for years, like the cigar industry's been trying to tap into like the younger demographic, mm -hmm. and everyone's on their mobile phones. Yep. So why not just merge them together? Is that what made you think of that? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm on my phone. Yeah, That's and like I, can do. I love cigars. My granddad loves cigars, so I just wanted to like like mm -hmm. name it after like our family name, which is Shobe. So it's just Shobe cases. Do you like so, cigars? Yeah. On occasion, I love a good cigar. Yep, I love a good cigar. I met the owner of 1502. Um, from he's out of Florida now, um, but he's just a really cool guy. He got me started on some pretty cool cigars. What's your What's your favorite cigar? My father, Libetto, 1922. He was ready for that. That was very. <laughs> he was ready for that. I can already tell it must be a really good full one. body. Yeah. yeah, I can't afford whatever he just said. I, mean, <laughs> I guarantee it. I I will not smoke one of those today. That's for sure. All right, so you uh, you graduated from IU football, mm -hmm. or IU, you graduated from IU football. You played football and track, telecom and psych major. Yep. Would you say, like, out of those four things, what is helping you the most in what you're doing now? Sheesh. <laughs> um, can I say everything? Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's probably the right answer, right? Because you're not, you're not doing anything specifically in those fields, but just mm -hmm. having a degree. Do you feel like it was, as an entrepreneur, do you feel like it was necessary that you went to school? Um, no, because, uh, like, in a way, like, I, I'm, 
Yes and no. Uh, like from my, my psychology major, uh, like it was cognitive and behavioral psych. So it's a study of like intercommunication and body language. So it like helps out a lot in business and like Sales. just like, yeah, and just being able to communicate back and forth, even though I speak really light, but I'm like straightforward whenever I like mm-hmm. deliver things. And um, it's, yeah, I'll say yes and no. Like with football, um, like sheesh, my schedule, like I still remember it. Like I wake up at four, on the line at 4.30. No, wake up at four, th- yeah, wake up at 4.30, on the line at five. Um, run from five to six and then lift from six to seven, go over to track practice, run until eight and then come back over and they'd have my, my breakfast in the room. And then like I'd eat during meetings and then go, uh, get dressed, go out to football, go stay out there until 1230 and then shower. They just own you, man. The sports, they, they just own you. Lunches. We're at, we're at halftime one. right now. We're at, we're I, midway through the day right now. My yeah. college experience was waking up at ten or eleven a.m. So wow, right? Yeah, That's so much packed in. We're, we're at we're at noon, and he's already had. He's already done his thing in in both sports. I'm gonna interrupt you for this for this reason. I think yeah. that as um, when people think about starting their own business and working for themselves, mm-hmm. the attraction one of the big attractions from quitting a nine to five is I got all the time in the world now. I can do whatever. I want, I can do, you know, and I think that within the industry, the ones that are um, glorified or, or looked up to are the ones that actually work it like a job, mm-hmm. like they're, they're machines, like we, we like them because they get up every day at four or five and they're working out by the time they hit noon, they've already gotten more accomplished than we have on a nine to five job. And that's the one thing, like if I think about these kids, if we go back to the kids that want to be entrepreneurs, that's one thing they don't realize. They look at like, oh, uh, Gary V is making millions of dollars and he doesn't work. He just runs around talking to people and gets filmed. And documents it. And yeah. documents mm-hmm. it, which is not true. Right. Uh, we know that. But at the same time, like if you look at the ones that make it, I mean, have you done 90, 100 hour work weeks and stuff like that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Easy. you know what I mean. So, like, actually, oh talk about that for a second because we've got some young viewers. Like, talk talk about the pain points. Talk about the 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 challenges you went through before you started Shipper Tech. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, sheesh, where do I start? I'm just envisioning him on the football <laughs> field, and everyone's so vocal, and he's just. Sheesh. Yeah. It's like, can, you sheesh, can you put sheesh graphic up? Like, every time he says it, just sheesh. I think that, is a, that's a really cool trait to have as a leader or a CEO is mm-hmm. I feel like if there was bad news or if it's good news, mm-hmm. you treat them very similar on yeah. the outside. And that's something I think a lot of people can't do. So mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. Like yeah, We can tell you're excited, but you still are approaching it the same way as... Mm-hmm. You know, just normally talking. So yeah, because I I feel like every day um, is like there's a new challenge that arrives. Like uh, whether it's like trying to find investors, like while you're raising funds, which is horrible. I've never seen someone who loves raising money mm-hmm. because it's so difficult. Um, just like finding clients, customers. Well, with like we. I don't I want to say like it was like kind of easy to get customers because it was actually like really difficult at first because I had to literally like do everything like on my own like so from I, the deliveries yeah. to the marketing 
to like you were a shipper tech. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> it's a one man show. The way that we first started like receiving um, deliveries is through like text messages and just emails. So like we literally had a landing page where people could just put like their email address in, and then we just pull it and I just email them. And then some people would just text me because it was like friends and family at this time. Mm -hmm. So I would just be texting them back, like, all right, just send me your address. And then I'd have to, like, go on PayPal and just send them the invoice. And all, like, sometimes mm -hmm. I'd have to do this with my son. So, like, he'd be, like, with me on some of the, some of the deliveries if, um, like, some of my buddies can't watch him. And I'm just like, all right, like, it's, it's a grind. Like, yeah. uh, it's never going to be perfect. So just, like, don't think that it should be. So that's but. where it started. It started with one man doing everything. Mm -hmm. and and doing it probably the wrong way like trying to figure out all the wrong things and sheesh. then figuring out how to do it the right way <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. Say it again. Yeah. yeah i yeah. got you and so now what is it though what has it grown to how many people are how, how many uh, I, I don't even know what you judge it based on like the success like what numbers that you get excited about but like how many people are doing it how many users do you have like like yeah we uh we're in six cities right now and um we have over 250 drivers now and uh we have eight employees too now those 250 drivers, they're probably just like the other drivers where they have the ability to do shipper tech, Uber, Lyft, mm -hmm. all the other ones. Yeah. And yeah. You, don't, you don't mind, like you don't have like an exclusivity with them no, or anything like that. No, because um, I want to thank like Uber and Lyft for, and Postmates, DoorDash, like all those guys, because um, they actually like led the way and made it easier for us to scale and attract more drivers. Because now, like the drivers are like, okay, this is this can be like a full time gig, mm -hmm. so um, they're open to doing things that could like fill out their time instead of like sitting and waiting for like a passenger, or, like a Uber like right. ride. They can be doing a delivery with Shipper Tech and then boom, get notified that they have a, a Uber mm -hmm. like ride to pick up someone, and um, yeah, it's 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 just made it like a lot easier to scale up because it's a ton there's a ton of drivers out there now and a ton of people that are like open to like doing this and um now like with like the way that our business like pricing model set up like our drivers actually make more than like if they would doing like uber and lyft and but they have to like get out the car they have mm -hmm. to like pick mm -hmm. up items so it's a little bit more, more like ma like manual labor but like at the end of the day um like they get paid more, they get 100% of the tip. Um, mm. They get to like just like experience life while working out because they're lifting up things, so they're getting in better <laughs> shape. They're Staying in shape. Around. Yeah, they don't have to like sit in the car the entire time and just like go through the McDonald's. All right, walk me through it then. So, so you've got so if Taylor's got a baseball hat and I want it. Yep. And he's in Greenwood and I'm in Fishers. Mm -hmm. Walk me through the entire like how do I get that baseball hat? Okay, and you already like and it's talked on Facebook on... Marketplace. Okay. Yep. Like so, um, you already discussed with them like the price. Nice. Say it's like twenty bucks. Um, you go on Shipper Tech, you fill out a quick work order, and then you literally like the next screen is you pay for that that item, so you mm -hmm. get twenty bucks. But you also it so also that's calculates. the PayPal. That's the PayPal portion of it, like yeah. where you do everything online. So it's mm -hmm. it's Uber meets Craigslist meets PayPal, which the PayPal portion is a really important part. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mind. Keep going. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. But like once our apps released, uh, we're actually going through like a different third party, mm -hmm. like uh, outside of PayPal, just because it's like a little bit more scalable and uh, PayPal still pretty um, manual. Mm -hmm. And um, I know like PayPal bought like Braintree like a few years back, and uh, 
Braintree was actually doing hosting uh, Uber's like payment processing system, and they were grandfathered in, but now like they're not doing Uber's payment processing, and uh, it's just because like the cost and everything like it doesn't like work out in their favor, which is totally fine. But um, yeah, so like you pay for it, it's like held in our escrow account, and then a driver will get notified. Uh, they go out to your location. Um, the live chat feature like starts you can be like hey like how long have you had the hat like you sweat mm-hmm. a lot in it what do you use like, you, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um you can decide like whether or not you want the hat by either hitting accept or reject like in the app and um you don't have to tell like the driver you don't have to even tell them you can just literally just like check it out and just hit like accept hmm. and then once the driver gets like notified that you accepted it um, they'll just take the hat and just go and drop it off to you. And then the money's released. Um, I love it, man. It's safer. It's quicker. It's more efficient. I don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. I mean, the safety feature in itself is probably like the coolest part because you, mm-hmm. mo- I would have to say that a lot of the users are women, right? And so meeting up in a Walmart parking lot to mm-hmm. to exchange a $5 item, like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. it's... It's interesting, when we were selling on Facebook Marketplace, we were selling uh, the, the rocking chair in our nursery. And luckily, we ended up selling it to one of my dad's ex-students. So that wasn't an awkward meetup. It was actually yeah. like she was really excited to see him. But when I was negotiating with other people who were interested in buying mm-hmm. it, I was thinking, well, are they, they're going to come to my our house. And then, mm-hmm. they're you know, it's just it was kind of weird, yeah. right? So... It's definitely a need there that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But uh, did I understand you right? So if they're going through Shipper Tech, you actually mm-hmm. ask even potentially more qualifying questions so that they can mm-hmm. basically decline it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, like say if, um, if you're like at home and you have like errands to run, but you still really want that hat, like you can go do your errands and like our driver will be out there. And plus like with shipper tech, you like the buyer and seller won't know where each other live. Mm. So you don't have to give mm-hmm. out your address that's, that's or anything critical. like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like while they're like asking, like you're asking questions, um, like the dri- driver, mm-hmm. <laughs> the drivers um, actually, that's <laughs> just, we just had a, we just had a guest uh, <laughs> appearance by uh, Nick's son. What's your son's name? Aiden. Aiden, yeah. So. Yeah. Threw you off a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, you just hit accept uh, through the app. The driver picks it up and delivers it right to you. And then if you hit reject, um, like, uh, we'll refund you the money. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, take a small percent for having our driver go out there. Mm-hmm. And then that percentage goes to the driver. It's freaking cool, man. Does they- the seller ever come back to you and is like, wait a minute, I had this sale. And now they declined it. Yeah, good question. Has that ever came back? Or uh, do they even know that you're a part of the process? Like the seller, the buyer. I'm trying to like understand the question. Yeah. So like <laughs> if, uh, you know, he's agreed to buy my hat, mm-hmm. right? And he, then we're going through shipper tech. But then you ask another question of, okay, you know, this is how long he's worn it. Potentially there's sweat stains in there that weren't mm-hmm. in the picture on the Facebook marketplace. Yeah. And he declines it. Mm-hmm. Do I see he declined it through Facebook or shipper tech? And, right. and what yeah. does that blue right. back look like on you? Because now I'm like, wait a minute. He agreed to buy it, mm-hmm. but now he, he's not. Yeah, like that's that's the, so the flakiness. Okay. Yeah, we, we solved that issue too because like the only serious buyers like go through shipper tech. So like that really like entices users to use. By the time they get to you, they're not canceling. Yeah. 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 Like they can, um, they can decline it, just be like, oh, like, 
this is just different than what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's totally fine. Like, we right. just feel like, hell. There's no, there's no, yeah, there's no, (laughs) yeah, there's nothing else that we can do really. Right. Yeah. But like our drivers are safe. The users, users are safe. We notify like both the buyer and the seller that our drivers don't carry any cash on them and they fill up before they uh, go out on the deliveries. And so it's safer for them too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're actually like rolling out a, uh, uh, like an emergency button. So like if someone like were to, uh, go crazy and just like, injure like one of our drivers uh we can like they can hit like a emergency button like a sos and it'll actually call the police and like notify them like where they're at exactly and uh give like everyone's like information the buyer seller information all of that over to the cops Mm -hmm. that's awesome man well, we got limited time here, and I, I actually know Nick on a personal level. I've gotten to uh, know part of his story, and there's um, something that's really fascinating about him. I, I will tell you that one of the most impressive things about Nick is his ability to not, not care and reach out to literally anyone if he wants help and, and, and knowledge in a certain field. But you actually lived um, for a, a short amount of time in the Kessler Mansion. Yeah. Tell me how that came about. Um, so... Uh I'll take you like back. So whenever we were younger, like uh, my mom was a single parent with six kids and uh, we were homeless. Uh, we went through Wheeler Mission and they actually put us in a program, like a state program, where uh, we'd actually live in churches for like two weeks at a time. And one time, like whenever we were getting transported from one church to the next, uh, we drove past the Kessler Mansion and um, it was like bluish gray and black, it looked like. And um, I looked at it, I was like, I'm going to live there. I'm going to buy a house like that. Or like, it's, something's going to happen. And I, was, I promised my mom. And uh, she was like, all right, Nicholas, okay. And, um, like, whenever I graduated from college, like, I had a little bit of money saved up. And I saw that the house was up for sale. And I was like, okay, I know I can't afford to, like, buy it. So um, I didn't want to waste, like, the realtor's time. So I literally, like, searched the Kessler Mansion and found out who owned it, found his email. And, uh, like, I emailed him, and I was like, hey, like, I really want to live here. Like, I see, like, you're a no tech entrepreneur. Like, I'm a tech entrepreneur. Like, starting <laughs> off, like, I just graduated college, mm-hmm. like, played football track at IU. Gave him, like, a whole, like, performer, like, on what I used to do. And um, he literally emailed me back, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes later. And it was just like, hey, call me. And I just like literally called him. We sat on the phone for about 45 minutes to an hour. And then the next day he was like, yeah, like you can move in. Like I'll send you over the, the lease and everything. And signed the lease. That's the craziest story. And I went and got it. Yeah. All because you reached out. Right. Yep. Yeah. Had, yeah. It, had a dream. It had it realized because he reached out and and it was impressive. He wasn't he wasn't like mm-hmm. hey, <laughs> like he he told him his story and, and why he wanted to live there. And how long did you actually end up living there? A year and a half. A year and a half. So yeah. basically, it was like you were taking care of it, and I mean, he still wanted to sell it, right? No, he took it off the market. He took it off the market. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. What was it listed for? Probably two or three mil. Um, I think at the time it was like two point five million. Yep. Yeah. And and then so, and to make a long story short from what I understand he actually became like a mentor to you because he was like mm-hmm. in the same field as you right yeah like uh, he's really big in domains like uh, back in 94 95 he purchased over 126,000 different domains mm-hmm. which was like the perfect timing when the internet was really getting up and going 
and um, that's some foresight right there. So yeah. the emails I'm getting are from him potentially. <laughs> Do you want to buy <laughs> his company? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's uh, had a, a lot of companies like acquired like over the past couple of years. Um, like I don't know if he wants to tell me he's big. Like, well, one of them was like Domain Holdings, and mm-hmm. like they sold for I think it was like 210 million in 2015. And then he also owns like uh, uh, Handyman.com, Referrals.com for like the referrals for like mm-hmm. lawyers and attorneys. Um, she she's in like he's touched a lot of things, but he his uh, work ethic is insane. Yeah. Like um, like sometimes like he'd come back and like visit, and he just all to like start working on something like around the house mm-hmm. like immediately and um I, I remember i came home once and i was like what car is this like i'm like someone's around here so i started walking around the estate and i see him like without a shirt on like got some shoes like freaking uh oh that just reminds me of like the very first time i met him in person he drove up in a 2005 toyota tundra with his shirt half buttoned all the way to here, showing his <laughs> chest hairs, some dingy uh, blue jeans and some New Balances, <laughs> new and I'm balance. like, this dude's like multi-millionaire, almost a billionaire. Like, what the heck? <laughs> but he a lot like, of them were like that, though, like eccentric and yeah. but don't care, you know? Right. Yeah. Who, who do I have to impress? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I thought, like, cause he was like, yeah, like we're gonna go out to dinner. And I was like, okay. And I thought that we were gonna go somewhere like nice, like mm-hmm. Bruce Chris or something. So I like got kind of like dressed up like nicer, and we went to Burger King around the corner. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay. "Sit in a tie, right?" <laughs> yeah. And we, Did you get we, the rodeo burger? I love the rodeo burger. I haven't yeah. had one in forever. I think they took it off. Uh, that's that's back when I ate Burger King. That's what I had. Yeah. And the, what was it? Is the Burger King have the McRib? Is that that the, would be McDonald's. McDonald's because oh. of the Mc. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, oh. obviously their branding is ta- I think it's Taco Bell that has a big yeah. brand, actually. Oh, well, wow. uh, thank you for being on the show. I mean, just it's truly an inspiration, not not just with what you've done in, in Shipper Tech, but just like the life that you've lived, coming from homelessness to living in a mansion um, because you wanted it and you reached mm-hmm. out and you asked. <laughs> right. And that's what I want to encourage. I mean, in this episode, we, we really focus on like kids and, mm-hmm. and, um, what what we're thinking and what needs to happen sometimes don't always la- line up. Um, so thank you for your inspirational story. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh.